This is the John Clayton Show on 710 ESPN Seattle. Get in on the conversation at 866-979-ESPN. Now here's your host, the professor, John Clayton. And good morning, everybody. Hope I can make it through the next three hours. I'm still fighting this cold. Hope my voice can hold up. Hope I don't have to cough as much as I have all week long. Uh, we're taking your phone calls at 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN, uh, all the way through to 11 o'clock. I hope I can make it to 11. Uh, if not, then I'll have to kind of shorten some things down. But in the end, we'll see where it goes. Let's uh, get started with some headlines. Well, injuries right now playing a little bit of a role for the Seahawks. You know, they don't have... Uh, Brandon Shell at right tackle. Kyle Fuller is going to miss the game. They will have uh, Alex Collins. Naturally, they put uh, uh, Jamal Adams on injured reserve, so Ryan Neal is going to fill in for him. And so they're fighting a few things, but of course they're taking on a Houston team that's just not very good at all. So they should be okay in that one. Uh, you know, they will start Davis Mills, the rookie quarterback, third round pick from Stanford. So he'll be the starting quarterback. You know, the Gonzaga game against, Gonzaga game against the uh, Huskies canceled uh, because, again, COVID-19 for the Huskies. So that uh, did not work out. And then, of course, uh, you know, around the National Football League, uh, lots of injuries right now that have continued to add up. Uh, looks like uh, you know, Daniel Jones won't be quarterback for the New York Giants. Uh, there's still injury problems with the New Orleans Saints, particularly on the offensive line. But Alvin Kamara will come back. So those are our headlines. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to JB in Renton. Hey, JB. Hey, Mr. Clayton. How are you doing this fine Saturday morning, uh, Not good. Not good. Not feeling good. Not, not good, but I hope you feel better, my friend. I hope, hope. you feel better. I yeah, do hope. You, you, if anything, the professor will get through it. Mm-hmm. You will get through it. Yeah. That's it. You know, you know, you know. The, the injury bug in the walls, Mister Clayton. Yeah, it just hit him with epic proportions. I mean, this year's just been awful with that. Yeah, awful. Just awful. I, I mean, bringing Alvin Kamara back. Mike Ingram is now on the COVID nineteen protocol. I mean, and not little Jordan Humphreys finally mm-hmm. showed a little glimmer of hope. Now he's hurt. He got yeah. hurt in practice. I, you, you, you got Deontay Harris. He's out. He's out on a three-game suspension. Mm-hmm. Not good, Mister Clayton. Not no, good. and then of course Michael Thomas is on injured reserve all season long. He hasn't played a down, no, no, no. And, and he's like their only receiver. Uh, yes, yes. It, it, I think this is a widow to next year. A wait till next year type yeah. situation going on over there next year. I would yeah. tend to agree. But, yeah, definitely. You know, it's sad, Mister Clayton. Demarius Thomas. That was pretty sad what mm-hmm. happened to him, huh? Really yeah, was. I mean, was, was did, did he have some complications, health complications other than that? I know he had, well, I know he had, I mean, they don't know the, the cause of death, but he's been fighting seizures. And so it's like, uh, and he's only 33 years old. He was 33 years old. And so uh, I don't know how the seizures played into things, but, you know, he's been fighting that for a little bit of time. But, uh, yeah, I mean, very sad. And I know in Denver, the reaction to it is just remarkable because he's such a popular guy, popular player. There's still about 10 guys on the Broncos that played with him. So, you know, they all feel bad. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, condolences to him and his family on that. That was pretty terrible. 
Well, Mr. Clayton, you got a few games on the slate coming up this weekend that's pretty interesting. I'll give you one that I, I, I thought after they lost Sweat and they lost Chase Young on the defensive line, the Washington football team is not playing too bad of a football, playing not too bad football right now. Would, would you say so? No, I would agree. They're, I mean, all of a sudden they climb back into the playoff race at 6-7. and seven. Yeah, and then here comes the Dallas Cowboys coming, coming to uh, – Coming to play the Washington football team. What do you think about this game? Uh, I mean, right now, I think that uh, Dallas still has the edge, but you you can't count out Washington because Dallas hasn't played well over the last uh, four or five games. True, definitely. They haven't played that much. The offense hasn't been as prolific as they, they once were. Are they getting Randy Gregory back on the defensive line? Who, who's that again? Randy Gregory's back. Randy yeah, Gregory. he is back. Yeah, he's back. Yeah, okay. That might help with a little bit of pass rush as far as that's concerned. But you know what? You know, being that it's a division, division game and a rival game, uh-huh. that will be a pretty good game over there over there in uh, Washington. You know, another one, Mr. Cleveland, let's talk about the, the Raiders and the Chiefs. Right. And this is a very interesting game. The Chiefs are, the Chiefs are starting to look like they're, they're starting to hit their prime to get ready for, for, for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Now, be that his name. The Raiders always give them trouble. Right. Regardless of what. They play them tough. You know, I think there ought to be a pretty good game coming up there. But I, I look at the Chiefs to maybe give them the nod on that. What do you think? Uh, I think the Chiefs because, again, they have Patrick Mahomes. I know Derek Carr has held up very well this year. But I still go with Patrick. And, you know, they still got the fast receivers and all that stuff. But it could be an interesting game. You know, the big thing with the Raiders, they give up too many points. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you know the, the other thing about the Raiders, Mr. Clayton, you know, they talk about it. They got effort guys on their defensive line, mm-hmm. but they don't have, you know, like a, one alpha dog that, that just can just compile up sacks for you, you know, right. on their defensive line. I think that's why they give up points because it's putting more pressure on their secondary in order to cover. Because it, don't you look at it that way? Because it's just a bunch of effort guys up front. Yeah, well, I mean, again, I think that uh, they've been pr- Max Max Crosby's been fantastic, and so you can see they've got great success with him, and certainly Unique and Dockway has done a nice job with what he's added. But again, you're right; they have problems in the secondary at linebacker. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's, it's got, it shows his head, in, especially here comes Patrick Mahomes and the boys. Mm-hmm. It could be a long game over there. Well, now let's look at this. They fired Joe Brady over there in Carolina, Mr. Clayton. Was that his fault? Uh, probably not. Because, I, I mean, you know, he didn't bring Sam Darnold there. Well, he because, again, it's like Sam Darnold didn't work out. You know, they got Cam Newton. I don't know if he's really working out at all. Uh, they, You know, I think that uh, they, uh, the head coach wanted him to run the ball a little bit more, and he didn't. But, uh, yeah, that surprised me because, again, here's a guy that was considered good enough to be a head coaching candidate. Yeah, I know. For him to get fired like that, yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty interesting move. They're kind of surprising when when that popped up, then that they were parting ways. Right. Well, you know, that's the NFL. That's how it goes sometimes. What, what about Baltimore at, at Cleveland, Mister Clayton? I think Baltimore has the edge. I mean, Cleveland's so up and okay. down. I mean, you you just don't know what you see from Cleveland. And Baker Mayfield still is all banged up and all those different things. Yeah. I think that's the big that that's the big that's the big thing right there. Baker Mayfield being all banged up, not being healthy, hundred uh, uh-huh. percent to be able to help out and do what he needs to do. 
And I think it's putting more pressure on their defense. Now, Baltimore with Lamar Jackson, I don't know how they do it, Mr. Clayton, but they're doing it. Yeah. You know? I mean, <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, I, it's amazing. It is. What he is doing with the, with the weapons that he have around him. He's got a good tight end in Andrews. Mm-hmm. His wide receivers are pretty decent. You know, they don't really have a solid running game. I mean, you know, Freeman is starting to do a, some flashes. But, I mean, it's not like the running game that you're accustomed to seeing Baltimore have. No. I mean, it's amazing what Lamar Jackson is doing. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, because, again, he's been such uh, – uh, and even though he's you know thrown some interceptions and made some mistakes and did you know, all those different things, I mean, he's been remarkable with what he's been able to do. Definitely. Definitely has. You know, Mr. Clayton, I'm going to tell you something. The Detroit Lions got him a, got him a victory last week. Newsflash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they came close a couple of times. You know, they could have had the Ravens. Mm-hmm. It would have been for a delay, of, a delay of penalty call that wasn't called and got that t- that field goal by Justin Tuck. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, hey, they got him a victory. What do you think about that, Mr. <laughs> Clayton? Yeah, but uh, the one thing, I mean, you know, Pittsburgh, which looks uh, didn't look good in the first half of the uh, – game on Thursday night against Minnesota uh, yeah. uh, was able to come back and almost uh, overcome a 29 nothing deficit. But uh, still, uh, the, I, I thought the idea of going for the two-point conversion was stupid. Yeah, 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 it was. They, they didn't need to go for it right at, at that point in time. Because they, you're right, Pittsburgh did come back in that second half. And, I mean, they exploded. Uh-huh. Now, they waited, they waited a little too late. Now, the thing is, T.J. Watt, I think he leads the NFL with sacks, right, Mr. Clayton? Like 16 yeah. sacks? 16 sacks. And a half sacks. You, you got to keep him healthy and keep him on the field at all times, which I know injuries happen. That's a part of the, the NFL. That's a part of the game. But if you can keep that guy out there to help out, they're having problems against the run. You can run on the Steelers. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Two players, I think, you know, one of the big key cogs next to Haywood in the middle He's, he's been out all year. That, that, that's been a problem for them as far as inside. People are just running the ball right at them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, you take what the defense gives you, and that, that's what they're taking from them right now. You know, that, I, I'll tell you another game, Mr. Clayton. Uh, how do you look at San Francisco at, at Cincinnati? Uh, I think it's an even game. I mean, Cincinnati uh-huh. had the bad game last week without question. I mean, they didn't look good at all. And uh, and San Francisco had a bad game with all the mistakes that they made against Seattle. So it's like, yeah, it should be an interesting game. Yeah, should be. Got some playoff implications right there, too, for for the Bengals and the 49ers also. Uh Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I think I think this is a big game of the week, Mr. Clayton, is that one that 125 game. The Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills going to play the to the Pirates down there in Tampa Bay. Yeah. Now, that's interesting. I'm, I'll give you a reason why I think it's interesting, Mr. Clayton. You know, Buffalo is just came off a loss to so who's your daddy, Bill Belichick. Uh-huh. The guy just looked at them on top of the head and telling them, I still own the neighborhood. Now, this is it. Tom Brady is there. He's owned the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. He got another headache for them this week. I know. So <laughs> I think that's going to be fascinating. Why, why do you say that? You, you, because, I mean, Leonard Fournette, is, Leonard Fournette is starting to run that ball run, and he's uh-huh. starting to be more of an intricate part of that offense. Right. You know? 
What are you going to do with Antonio Brown? I think uh, when he comes back off suspension, I think they're going to cut him. Wow. Unbelievable. Well, again, it's like uh, he's missed the whole season pretty much. Uh (laughs) And what's what's he offering? I mean... Uh he didn't want to pay somebody ten thousand dollars, and now he's got to. Pay, he lost three hundred thousand. Hundred thousand. Hundred thousand. Yeah, I mean, he ends up losing like three hundred and some thousand bucks. <laughs> I don't think he. I don't know who taught him the math, but that was a bad. That was a bad decision right there. Uh, ten thousand dollars to three hundred thousand uh, dollars. I would have to. Have to uh, not good. Not good not at good. all. Not good. Not good. Yeah. Yeah. Not the last game, Mr. Clayton. Mm-hmm. The Rams at Arizona. Now Arizona bust them up pretty good last time they played them. Yeah. I don't. I don't see. I don't see the Rams offense clicking like they once did at the start of the year. Uh-huh. Now it could. It could be the reason of Robert Woods, which Robert Woods is an integral part of that offense. And without him being there, there are some deficiencies within that Rams offense. Odell Beckham is not the guy that he is right now because I think he's still not 100% recovered from his knee injury. He has some other ailing, ailing injuries with him, and he's also learning a new offense, you know. But the Arizona Cardinals, Mr. Clayton, those guys, when they get it rolling, it can be a snowball coming downhill pretty fast on you. I know. What do you think? I like them. I mean, again, right now, I mean, you can argue they're one of the top two seeds in the NFC. <laughs> they got a great quarterback. They get, their defense is pretty good. I mean, there's a lot going on positive with that team. Definitely, there's a lot. Kyler Murray. I mean, would you consider Kyler Murray one of the one of the runners for the MVP this year? Absolutely. How can you not? Yeah, I know. I mean, he he's playing phenomenal for the. Yeah, I mean, I never fathomed in my life to see that guy at his height and, and what he can do on the football field. It's pretty remarkable. Mm-hmm. Very much. You know a guy that rejuvenated himself over there, James Conner. Yeah. Oh, he's been great. No, physical. Physical uh-huh. running, he's, he's been doing real good for him over there, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I think Arizona might – you think Arizona can sweep him, Mr. Clayton? Uh, I think so. I think there's a chance. I mean, they're at home. They're good. And, you know, the defense of the Rams just isn't as good as last year, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They're, they're not – is that is that because of Ryan Morris bringing in a different style of, of defense on that side of the ball? No, and when – when they signed, when they made, when they made the trade for uh, Matthew Stafford, <laughs> they had to let four starters go on defense, and so yeah. I think they they paid a price for that. Yeah, and Von Miller is not the guy that not yet. Not yet. He's not the guy. That, no, he's not the guy that they, they paid right now to get out there and help out Aaron Donald as far as that's concerned. Mm-hmm. He's got to got to start producing to help him out. Right. He's got to. Yeah. They need a pass for some crazy over there with the rounds. No doubt. Hey, yeah. JB, thank you for yeah. the phone call. Mr. Clayton, stay safe, get healthy, and we'll talk next Saturday. <laughs> okay, sounds good. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. John Clayton Show, 710 ESPN Seattle. This is the John Clayton Show on 710 ESPN Seattle and 710sports.com. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to Raider Jim. Hey, Jim. Hi, John. How are you doing? Not good. Yeah, you, you, this has been lingering now for a little more than a week with you. It really has, yeah. 
Well, I hope you get better, John. I, I hope. I was hopeful. I hope. I was hopeful uh, yesterday. I was listening to you at four o'clock, and I yeah. thought, well, it sounds sounds like John's better. And um, and uh, but boy, I, I'm just. Uh, I mean, I feel a little so, bit better, but the problem is, is like uh, just shaking this hacking cough has been the toughest thing. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm sure people will tell you this, but liquids and tea probably would help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, uh, down to business. Looks like the Raiders laid another egg this past Sunday and losing against the Washington football team at home. Right. I mean, you know, Silver and Black, they had a mini-buy after their victory on Turkey Day against the Cowboys. And then, uh, and then you know, and the Washington football team were on a short week. And those are the games you have to win to be taken seriously in the NFL, John. I know. I, I, I'm just amazed how even though they've got a better pass rush, how their defense has been so bad. Well, they've got a lot of injuries, not only in the secondary, but also linebacker core. Right. I, I heard what you and J- uh, JB were talking about earlier. and I mean, you know, look, Perryman, Denzel Perryman came came to them. Uh, they traded for him and for a fifth-round draft choice from uh-huh. Carolina. He, he was, at the time, leading the NFL in tackles. So that's right. no slouch. But, uh, you know, Kwiatkowski's been on uh, an injured reserve for a bit. Uh, they've got two cornerbacks that have been on an injured reserve. So, you know, they've got injuries to contend with, but so does every other team. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, the, and the players that they have brought in have shown some promise. So, I mean, look, I'm reminded of that quote from late great Al Davis, and he said, quote, the prime thing you have to do is win. You have to win. Right. Otherwise, you will not be a success in the NFL, end quote. Mm-hmm. And I mean, by that standard, I mean, the last 20 years, with one exception, has been a disaster for the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then the capper, I was watching the, the, the press conference after the after the loss. And interim coach uh, Rich Bisaccia was saying he doesn't really take wins and losses seriously. Um, and he didn't think that it's paramount. I'm thinking, what? Uh-huh. Give me a break. I mean, Al Davis is turning around in his grave with that kind of comment. I know, because it's just, it's just the just win baby guy. Yeah, I mean, to me that indicates he's not the answer, mm-hmm. and 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 so then that leads me to the other question: I mean, what do the Raiders do? I mean, and then do they get rid of Mayock? I mean, I don't think that would be fair because Mayock's only been there three years. I mean, most general managers, in order to really assess their 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 wherewithal and their ability to do the work and to, to do things for the team, it's usually any for, after four years, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Are you are you are you? Are, what do you think, John? I think he's in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I take a look at some of the successful front offices, you know, the ownership, the general manager, uh-huh. and the coach. Those kind of collaborations. I look to the Ravens with Steve Bichotti and, and, and DaCosta and Harbaugh. I look to the Seahawks with Jody Allen and John Snyder and Pete Carroll. I look to the Steelers. I mean, the Rooney family, right. Kevin Colbert, Mike Tomlin. Those are prime examples of how to do things right, in my opinion, uh-huh. and and how to run things, how to run a front office correctly they seem to always sit on their draft choices i mean i know the seahawks folks are a little leery about that this year but you know over time they have proven to be successful the steelers over time Mm -hmm. have proven to be successful the ravens over time have proven to be successful yeah there's a one or two year blip but still those are very successful nfl franchises and i'm thinking well what do the raiders need to do do they need to go outside of the system to create some kind of uh what like the people like to call juice Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, John. Uh, yeah, because again, it's like, I mean, can you trust uh, the uh, Mark Davis for being able to uh, find the right answers? I mean, I, I just don't know if he can. Well, and the other thing is, you know, his father was a football guy first and foremost. Yeah. And and Mark Davis, he, I think he's got good business savvy. I think that his 
his move to Las Vegas will prove to be beneficial. But he's not a football guy. No. He, he doesn't really – I mean, he hangs out with some of the players. I mean, like Marcel Reese is very close to him before that. Um, uh, you know, Cliff Branch. Cliff Branch was his best friend. Mm-hmm. But um, I just – I wonder about that. And and yet I also think that Mike Mayock, while he knows, he knows a lot about personnel, um, is he the right general manager for that kind of situation? I mean, I, I don't, I don't know, and you know, it's it's a lot of intangibles out there that you, it's hard to assess. The other thing that makes it difficult for the Raiders is that you know, was it a Gruden pick or was it a Mayock pick? Yeah, I think it was probably well, it was a Gruden a, pick. it's a Gruden pick. I mean, he was the yeah. one that was doing it. Yeah, I mean, like David Arnett, and there was no and like and we've pick. talked about so many times with Gruden, there was no plan. Yeah, none. There was there was a lot of hubris. And a lot of bluster, a lot of bluster. Mm-hmm. And boy, he was petulant. If he didn't like you, you were out. Yeah. I mean, look at look at the punter that they had there. That was a, a really good punter, and he got in. He got into the crosshairs with with, with Gruden. He benched him, and then he and then he and then he cut him. Mm-hmm. Uh, look what happened to Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack wouldn't play ball when it came to negotiating. Right. And so what did what did Gruden do? He just let him go. And I think this, the franchise is suffering still to this day because of it. Yeah, I agree. I mean. Yeah. They made so many mistakes. So oh, and many. the draft choices, John. I mean, we, oh, we can go on and on and on. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really bad. And so now it's like, how many wins do you think they're going to end up with? Um, look, John, I, I, everyone's talking they still have a chance. But look, they don't have a chance for any playoffs, no. first of all. That's the first thing. And that they lost that chance when they blew uh, their opportunities at home against Kansas City three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So, so now it's just, uh, I think that they're going to split the games. They may win in Kansas City this Sunday. They may. I don't know if they will. Uh, they, I mean, the, Derek Carr's track record is not great. He's been with the team for eight seasons, and he's only won there once, and that was last year. Right. Uh, and, you know, so there's that. But I, I don't know. I, they've got too many injuries, and uh, Kansas City is peaking at the right time. They weren't very good at first, but, boy, that defense has really been shored up. You can run against that team but not as effectively as you once were able to. Uh-huh. So I think they're going to split the, the, the games. I, I think they're going to be um, they're going to be 8 and 9. That's what I think. 8 and 9? Yeah, that probably then, makes some sense. I think, I do look, there's just too many things going on. I mean, all the big body blows that they've suffered and they, they've endured. I mean, it's caught up to them, and they showed some wherewithal at first. But, look, you've got to beat the Giants. <laughs> you've got to beat the Washington football team. You know, and, and then when there's a when there's a pretty good matchup <clears throat> against a team that that um, that can that has a good quarterback and reasonably good defense and some good receivers like Cincinnati, you got to beat those teams at home, uh-huh. and they haven't done that. So uh, I'm just really upset about the whole situation, John. I can imagine. Hey, yep. thank you for the phone call. Okay, John, take care. All right, let's go to Rick in Twin Lakes. Hey, Rick. Oh, Rick in Seattle. Hey, Rick. Oh, hey, John. Um, glad you're feeling a little better. I get a cough like that too when I get cold. It's it's yeah. annoying beyond annoying. But um, keep hang in there. Um, I uh, called you a couple of weeks ago with a survivor uh, pick options, uh-huh. and you it was between Philadelphia and Baltimore, and you steered me towards Baltimore. Right. And Philly lost. So thank you, appreciate that for nudging me over to that side of the fence. Last week was a easy one with the Rams. This week um, you have to kind of save teams for future weeks if you move on so my prime pick i have kansas city and the chargers but i would like to use denver this uh-huh. week against 
the uh, Detroit Motor City Kitties, which are I know one of your favorite teams. Yeah. I I just feel Denver's got a, a a much better defense than Minnesota presented last week when they when Detroit won. Great. And Bridgewater is is not Lamar Jackson, but a little more mobile than Kirk Cousins for Detroit to deal with. Just looking to get your thoughts. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think this is an easy win for Denver. Yeah, because even as bad as Detroit is, their top two running backs are hurt. So now you go into the game with your third-string running back uh, if you're Detroit. You've got injuries on defense. You're not a very good team. You're 110-1. and one. So I think this, is, this should be a reasonably easy win for the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I, I, I like Denver's defense, and, and Detroit doesn't play Denver very often, and I think the altitude will play a little into it. I think uh-huh. the weather's going to be good. It's one of those weird Denver days where they had snow two days ago and i think it's going to be 60 wow <laughs> on sunday but isn't that uh, amazing yeah it, yeah it's a crazy place uh i've <laughs> been there a few times and, and experienced some of that but anyway we'll feel better i'll let you go thanks for the help and uh hopefully i'll call you asking for some advice next week if okay I rick hey win. thank you tomorrow Eight, Take eight care. six six nine seven nine espn two zero six four two one espn john clayton show 710 espn seattle This is the John Clayton Show on 710 ESPN Seattle and 710sports.com. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to Rick in Twin Lakes. Hey, Rick. Or Mike, I'm sorry, Mike in Renton. Hey, Mike. Hey, good morning, John. How you doing? Uh, I've been better. Yeah. Well, I heard the missus. Wasn't feeling good. Give her my regards. Yep, she was in the hospital for three days, yeah. so that was well, tough, but she's back home now, yeah. so that's good. Well, I want the two of you to take care of yourself. I know you got to work, but uh, don't overdo it. No, no. Trying uh, trying to just get through uh, today and, you know, trying to see where I can get you know get ready for the game tomorrow, but also, you know, get through these next uh, two and a half hours and, uh, you know, try to get back into bed. Yeah. Well, I hope things go well. I hope so. Yeah. Hey, John, talking about the Steelers, isn't yeah. it weird from week to week? They play good one week, and the next week they play terrible? Uh-huh. It is. But, you know, what I take from all of this, if you listen to Tomlin's press conferences after the game, mm-hmm. he refuses this team to give up. There's fight. Yeah. When I hear him talk, he says, uh, I know we're not playing well at certain positions, but uh, we're going to fight, you know? And, I mean, how about that game the other night, Thursday? Yeah. I mean, down, you know, uh, what, 30-some points, and then yeah. all of a sudden they come back and they get, uh, you know, 29 seconds, almost turned it into a game. Yeah, the first half Ben played bad, but for some reason the third and fourth quarter, he looked great. Uh-huh, yeah. I couldn't believe it. Hey, John, I got a question to ask you. Next week you're going to be in one of the local channels back in Pittsburgh, right? Okay. Don't you do a broadcast every week there? Well, I'm on I'm on uh, the uh, yeah 97.3 uh, on radio at 12 o'clock every Wednesday. Yeah. Could you ask the question back there? What's their plans for a quarterback? They don't. I mean, right now they got to figure it out. I think you know it's either a trade or draft somebody or something like that. But I think it's pretty safe to say that Ben's not going to be back. Yeah. Well, we all know that. But I just hope that uh, they don't bring uh, Mason Rudolph back into no. the picture. Well, uh, I mean, he can I... be back as a backup. But... Yeah, but he, he he's terrible. Mm-hmm. And you know what? One of my brothers was telling me he was at the game. 
and he was watching uh, Haskins on the sideline. He said he had he had the look on his face like no desire to be there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he he just walked around, just weren't communicating with anyone, and he just had the look on his face as well. It is what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know, man. I don't see much in the college draft either for a no. quarterback. I'd love to get Rodgers, but that's a reach. Yeah, yeah. And I know he'd like to go to Pittsburgh, too, but uh, yeah. that could be tough to do. Yeah, he's going to want a lot of money, too. Well, they can pay him. I mean, they're paying Ben $25 million. Yeah. Well, John, uh, you take care, and I'll talk to you next week. Okay, sounds good. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to... Irish Mankey, Irish Mankey, what the heck happened? Hello, Mr. Clayton. Well, the first thing is I got the same crud you do. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, uh, constant cough. Uh, yeah. I went to a product called Marcus, uh, Marcus, <laughs> uh, Mucus Relief BM, yeah. and it's a cough suppressant. Yeah, I, I'm using the same thing. Yeah, it, it works. I mean, it does work. Yeah, but uh, I still, at different times, like, for example, I don't know if I can make it through the three-hour show today. I understand. But and if I, if I, but as soon, if I do, as soon as I'm done, I'm just going to be coughing like crazy. Well, you know, uh, double up on the pill, right? Not just to, don't mm-hmm. necessarily take one. Uh, you, you might want to go to two. But the key is drinking lots of water. Yeah, yeah. I mean, lots of water. I'm drinking water right now as we yeah, speak. Yeah, good, good job. Well, so, and... Uh, and by the way, how long have you had it? A couple of weeks now. It, yeah. it doesn't go away right away, Mr. Clayton. And what, I mean, what, and what do they say it is? Just a cold? Yeah, I know that that's what it is. Yeah, it, yeah. it's just a cold. I, I get, well, let's talk medicine here. Uh, I uh, get, uh, periodically, every few years or so, I'll, I'll catch a cold. This year I was out in, the, out in the cold, freezing time for three days. Mm-hmm. And and I and I caught a cold and and it automatically goes down into my respiratory, you know. Yeah. Uh, and and then I battle it for weeks, a couple of weeks, and you know I'm feeling better, like yeah, you. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But uh, it's still there, you know. So so I'm I, I load up on the DM and drink lots of water and mm-hmm. just just you know hope it gets better soon. I hope, yeah, because again I'm I'm sick of it, but. Uh... Oh, I understand, and, and, and you know it's something that just doesn't go away right away. So, but that's a good choice on the meds, I think. Yeah, it, yeah. it works for me. You know. It yeah, helps. I'm, I'm starting to take vitamin C. Yeah, oh, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, definitely nothing wrong with that. All right, so um, how about those Irish? Marcus yeah. Freeman is fantastic. Well, now, what happened with uh, you know Brian Kelly? Well, he took the money and ran. Yeah. I you love know. the fact that he had a four minute eighteen, uh, uh, four minute and eighteen second uh, goodbye to the team well, after all these years. You know, traditionally it seems that most of these coaches do the same thing when they move on. Uh-huh. <clears throat> the, the guy from Oklahoma didn't spend a long time saying addressing the team, did he? No. No, I, they just—it's just the uh, DNA of, of these coaches that. Uh, uh, they, they when they move on, they, they move on. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do you, you think of the fact that uh, once that move was made, that uh, people around the country were saying that Notre Dame, you know, is they're now a stepping stone type of college? Oh no, oh no. Marcus Freeman proves that. that well, first of all, first of all, it, 
You know, I wish Kelly well. This that's his last station in his in his like thirty four year coach, coaching career, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So so and, and how can you turn down a little under ten million a year? Mm-hmm. You know? It it he wasn't going to get paid that and he he wasn't getting paid that at Notre Dame. Uh, LSU uh, gives him a chance to to uh, potentially uh, because he's not. Uh, you know, to get into Notre Dame as a player, you you got to have the grades. You, you've got to be more than just a football player. You know, they truly offer a student athlete program there. Mm-hmm. At LSU, they uh, kind of don't worry so much about the grades if the kid can really play football. Uh-huh. And it's it it is that SEC uh, <clears throat> country where that's the case with a lot of these schools. They have very low graduation rates. So it just gives him an opportunity to get players he could not get at Notre Dame. And and more importantly, it is about the money. It always is about the money. If you're a long-term coach, you, 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 you hope for two things, a big paycheck at the end of your career and a chance, one shot more, of, of winning uh, a national championship. Mm-hmm. So he jumped. He left. And, th- and, and, you know, it's not bad because – He's he's a CEO type coach, uh, like uh, the, the gentleman in Alabama, and uh, the, today it's a youth movement. I don't know if you saw the video of uh, the coach being introduced to the team, uh, and when he was, uh, the locker room exploded, exploded with energy and jumping up and down and screaming and yelling by the players. They love this man. Mm-hmm. He's truly uh, a catch a rising star coach, you know. Mm-hmm. He, he was considered one of the top defensive uh, coordinators, uh, you know, uh, in the country, as well as Tommy Reese, the offensive coordinator. Notre Dame's got a what? They've got a fantastic youth movement now with outstanding coaches. They're yeah. going to do fantastic. They've got a Mr. Clayton. Now, you, some people have always complained about Notre Dame doesn't play anybody. And and so I just throw this out at you. The 22 season, Ohio State, BYU, Clemson, BC, and Southern Cal, to name a few teams that they will play uh-huh. next year. They'll be back. Well, we'll see. I mean, again, it's like a, it's been, you know, certainly a crazy, uh, crazy year for them. I mean, it's oh, like... Well, for college coaching, isn't it? You know, yeah. the guy leaves Oklahoma, and and numerous other coaches have, have moved on to other coaching careers. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, there's that cough. I know it's it's brutal, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's it's absolutely brutal, no doubt about it. That's why I said uh, I uh, I found that uh, uh, you know the the thing is one pill I take two. It just seems to be give me a little more relief. Which that is way. that? And but the key is drinking lots of water. And and glad to hear Mrs. Clayton is doing better. Yeah, you know it was uh, a tough Saturday last week. I can tell you that. Oh, I know. You 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 know. God bless you for having the courage to to pull the plug, Mr. Clayton. Yeah. You you got to. You can't. You know. There's. You know. You can't cannot hesitate. You know. You mm-hmm. pull that trigger, and and bail. So I, you didn't go to the hospital, right? No, no, because no, she has COVID-19, 
and so nobody's allowed in. You're not allowed. Right. No, but you didn't check in with the hospital. Is what I'm asking. No, I, I mean, there was no way. Oh well, no, you're not permitted. You missed the fantastic Jello. I know. Well, I mean, the Overlake has really good food. I know Pat loved it. Oh yeah. From that well, standpoint, that's, that's you know that's all that matters. If if you're eating, you're getting well. Uh huh. And I'm, I'm I'm so fortunate because you know the neighbors uh, all kind of gathered around. Yeah, and a couple, and a, and a couple of them uh, ended up, you know, getting me food to get me through those three days where she was in the hospital, and even after that, so that's been good. Oh, but, well, it's, it's, you know, like I said, it sounds like you've got a fantastic community. Oh yeah, no doubt. I better let you go. Yeah, I better let you go. But hey, have a great day and get well. I'd say soon, but. Just get well, you know. Yeah, agreed. All okay. Right. Fantastic. Go Thank on. you. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN, John Clayton Show, 710 ESPN Seattle. This is the John Clayton Show on 710 ESPN Seattle and 710sports.com. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to Ed in Denver. Hey, Ed. Good morning, JC. I hope you're feeling better as well as Pat. Yeah, Pat's doing better. I'm feeling a little better, but still uh, got that crazy cough. And just like Irish Mickey now says he's had for a couple weeks. You said that Pat had COVID-19. Did I get that right? That, that is correct, you yes. you must have too. Huh? Me, no. Must mean that you had it too. No. You must be tested and all that though, right? I, I, I took a test last Saturday and went negative. So, no, I'm fine Interesting. On that, in that regard. All right. and, and, and the weird part is, you know, Pat doesn't get out. I mean, you know, we go to Friday night date night, which obviously we didn't do this week. But, uh, I mean, the only thing that uh, is, you know, around her is going to be her caregivers during the week. Yeah. So maybe they are the transmitters. Uh, I don't know. The uh, variants transmit uh, easily, as you know. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, even people who are vaccinated can transmit them and all that kind of information. So sorry about that. Yeah. I had COVID uh, about a year ago. It's a nasty illness. Yeah. I mean, um, she's asymptomatic. No and so issues, she's, do- she's asymptomatic. So she's doing well. I mean, both of us are vaccinated. So that obviously helped. Yeah. We haven't yeah. gotten a booster yet, but uh, at some point we will. Yeah, no, that's good, John. Um, do those things. Those yeah. are the things you can do to stay safe. Um, like you know, um, I had my booster the last week of August, so, mm-hmm. um, and I was one of the first people to get vaccinated yeah. in Colorado. But uh, well, some interesting stories coming out of Colorado. Um, one good, one bad. Uh, but starting out with uh, Demarius Thomas. Yeah, um, gee, it's a terrible story. Um, he's supposedly dealing with seizures, as you mentioned. Immediately, you have to think that he has uh, chronic, chronic uh, traumatic encephalopathy. Um, have no idea if that's true or not, but certainly speculation. Yeah. No, it's like it's so and, sad because he was such yeah, a great guy, locally a such great a big player deal here. Yeah, and I know that uh, in Denver, the reaction is just remarkable. How sad it is. No, it really is. It really is. And uh, DT was a uh, sponsor of um, multiple kids' organizations and foundations and uh, 
Uh, yeah, you're right. People are coming out of the woodwork to talk about DT uh, last week, uh, last week, last night. I saw a special on that, and uh, of course Shannon Sharp was talking about him, and he was saying that he had gotten a message that he wasn't doing well, and he was going to reach out to him, and he actually never got a chance to before hearing this, and now he feels terrible, of yeah. course, because he'll never be able to talk to DT again. And then, of course, Tim Tebow uh, came on, and uh, uh, it's interesting that you're just talking about him on your show last week mm -hmm. and uh, what a terrible quarterback he was and all that. But uh, for one great moment for me, um, not for you, when he beat the Steelers there in overtime. Oh, it didn't matter to me. Um, I'm, I'm neutral. Remember, play. remember, I'm neutral. It you're neutral matter. now, yeah. No, I've always been yeah. neutral. That was... Uh, that was a great play, um, and as we said, Tebow read the defense nicely on that one play mm -hmm. anyway. Um, and then, yeah, Tebow was talking about how he was talking about uh, talking to Eric Decker about uh, DT, and yeah, it's really sad. Yeah. So, but I wanted to say um, I was uh, surprised to see that the Colorado State tight end wins the John Mackey Award. Uh, mm -hmm. That was cool. That's good. Did you see that at all? I did not, no. Like, uh, no, I yeah. did not. Um, that was a shocker to me. I mean, I'm not really following tight uh -huh. ends across the country, but uh, to see CSU have that honor, that's uh, mm -hmm. really nice. That is good. It's a kid who, uh, kid who um, was born in Greeley, went to Fort Morgan High School, and then goes on to Colorado State and mm -hmm. gets the John Mackey Award. That's, uh, that's fantastic. That's pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Hey, Ed, thank you for the phone well, call. Hey, Hey, have a great day, John. Get better. Okay, sounds good. Let's go to Chris in Everett. Hey, Chris. Hey, John. Man, John, you know, I, we, we will both agree here. Social media, oh, let's trade the whole team. Let's trade Wolf, I know. blah, blah, blah. But you know what? That's not going to happen. I do agree with what you said. I, I agree 100%. That's not going to happen. I get sick and tired to hear that. I am, but, too. You know, I know you do, too, John, but... It's not going to happen. I think uh, Russell Wilson's contract is what, 2023? Yeah, he's up in two, at the end of the 2023 season. Yeah, you, you know the, you know like uh, that the, that guy you spoke on the radio like what two weeks ago mm -hmm. named Bob, and you know what, I, you you make me laugh, John, about about that guy, <laughs> uh -huh. and then you know so you know and and, and I hope you know. Um, so, anyways, about the Seahawks this year, they're horrible. The Huskies are horrible, you know. So, anyways, my question is, are they in the mix for next year for a Super Bowl and playoffs? Or, uh, you know, what What I, I saw I saw your post on Facebook yeah. about the Hawks, you yeah. know. Um, so, uh, is there any good drafts coming up for the Seahawks? I know, I mean, like... I, I would like, think so, yeah. I mean, again, they don't, they don't have a first-round pick, but... Uh, they're going to be very active. They're going to have plenty of cap room. So all that should work out. Yeah. And I'm like last Saturday, I, I kind of felt bad for you and your, your wife, Pat. Yeah. You know, and like, and then I'm like, oh, gosh, I was wondering why. And I was going to go talk to you last Friday, but that didn't happen because you took you took that a little bit, like 52 minutes on the air that, that yeah. last yeah. Saturday. But, hey, but, um, so... What's going on with the Seahawks this season? I know they're struggling in offense and defense. Mm -hmm. um, 
Well, so, the, the big thing is when you take away a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback for three games and he's not playing like a Hall of Fame quarterback for another three games, it pulls you down. And look what happened to the offense. Last week it woke up and he started playing like Russell Wilson. And so and it'll, and it'll work out well tomorrow because they're playing Houston. But again, you know, anytime you take away a quarterback, you have offensive line injuries and the offensive line's not playing all that well. And then you uh, struggle, uh, you know, with the, uh, you know, it's a struggle to run the football because you don't have Chris Carson and other running backs. I mean, it's only natural to think things are going to drop off. Hey, Chris, thank you for the phone call. Okay, 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN, John Clayton Show, 710 ESPN Seattle.